Welcome back to the Return the Picks podcast, where we got no return for any of the picks that we made. A handful of them right for each person. Well, a handful of them right for Jazz and a couple yeah, for Dave. Right. And I got one. Uh, and that was week one in the books for the uh, NFL. Week one opening uh, opening week of the season. Um, but we're back again to try and make some money here on the podcast. For myself, Ollie Wilson, Jazz Gillum and Dave Bluck. And yeah, we kind of got quite a few things wrong and i think there are a lot of teams that got a lot of things wrong in week one as we have discussed in the last hour or so on the podcast yeah i think that if we're looking back at the bets though if either any one of us had said the washington football team and the jaguars are going to win we would have been laughed off the screen and we've had to quit if if anybody had said that after the first quarter and a half of those games you'd have yep. been laughed off the screen yep yeah, like yeah, Jazz. What was it? What was, was the one when we it was were a bit of a weird week one when we so. were watching Red Zone and you said if you'd had odds on the the, the Jags, Bears to come back and win, the Jags to come back and win, the the what's the other team? Washington the Washington football team to come back and win, and you had say the the Cardinals to win. The odds on those four games, if you'd had them at the correct points and added the the Cardinals in at the end, would have been phenomenal. Ridiculous. You'd have been looking at five, six, seven hundred to one. Is anybody questioning their divisional winners at this point? No. I'm sticking with mine. I still think the Eagles will do it. Just going to put that out there. I'm st- I said Cowboys, so I'm sticking with it. Mistake. I'm I'm um, sc- I'm scared by the 49ers. Okay. Because I thought the Rams had a nice polished offense and looked okay on D against the Cowboys. The Cowboys I think I said Seahawks, themselves. so I feel pretty good about that after we Yeah, won. I chose the 49ers, but I think Super Bowl hangover Week one blues, Kyler Murray Dang. running all over the place. Jimmy Garoppolo did not look good on Sunday. Didn't have any target. Didn't have his best target, did he? Though he had Kendrick Bourne was his wide receiver one. Yeah, most of it was the only one uh, playing. It seems. And yeah. Jarrett McKinnon, he played a bit, didn't he? He got a touchdown. Almost also fumbled it into a. There, yeah, that's quite nice to see because he didn't play at all last year. There yeah. was a lot of uh, Garoppolo throwing things up in the air. And there were about three or four deep balls that could have been picked off in like double coverage and stuff like that that didn't happen. And yeah, as an just... aside, uh, Ollie, like you know, um, with uh, Garoppolo, when because he's he's such a handsome chap, okay, and he was when he came, you know, kind of onto the scene, he was doing so well, and he got a huge contract and went to the 49s and won his first five games, etc. Yeah, um, I kind of like the, my perception of how i like said the name in my head or like how i i was like oh that's quite a cool sounding name and now it's coming more and more like the the gruffalo and like in a kind of where like in a derogatory way where i hear it and i'm like oh jimmy gruffalo yeah oh it's gruffalo's <laughs> like oh that guy again it's kind of weird so his his stock is falling his stock is falling in my head and like and his, and the name is passing through my brain and and coming out it's merging chinese whisper style Yes, less, it's, yeah. less Jimmy so GQ, more Jimmy Grumpus Rumpus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, okay. So I thought I'd tell you. I thought I'd tell you about that. Well, we had some uh, we had some bets on week two this week. We had some big takes from week one, which were quite interesting. Um, and yeah, we had some thoughts on Thursday night football. Recording this on the Wednesday, so sit back and enjoy the podcast. Over the middle, picked up. Fired. Intercepted. Blitz coming. 
Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore. Down on the right sideline. Into the end zone, and he's picked off. Back the other way. <laughs> well, he also managed to get the greatest game out of Reggie Miller. Because he was giving Reggie Miller so much uh, from the sideline during the playoffs. And then Reggie started to like turn it up and the Pacers end up winning. And he uh, he nailed like a three-pointer and just went up to Spike Lee and just went. Yeah, yeah I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah. And then apparently like grabbed his crotch as well. And then Brilliant. Spike and then Spike Lee got blamed for the whole of the loss to the Pacers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saw that yeah. as well. Yeah. Get it's him. A, it's an amazing um, ESPN 30 for 30 called, Co- uh, which one's that? That's it's Winning Time, I think it's called. And it's basically like the history of the rivalry between the um, Knicks and the Pacers. It's right. really, that's really fun. And so much of it is based around Spike Lee being an arsehole and winding up Reggie Miller. And Reggie Miller being like, yeah, I'll wind you up. I'll wind your ass up and then I'll win the game. So don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> you don't want to well, give the motivation. Don't want to make it personal. You see what happens when you make it personal with Jordan. Yeah, yeah. I've been going through the uh, the Last Dance again a little bit. It got me thinking about NFL documentaries as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd love them to do a the final year of Brady in New England, especially yeah, of course, never post like that, the Garoppolo stuff. Well, you would have thought the NFL has the cameras in the locker room and stuff like that. Like, the I doubt cameras New England and do. the footage is there, maybe to make it. And TB12, they, but TB12 has got his whole like video crew around him all the time as well, kind of thing. So you would have thought they might be able to put something together with that, but at the same time, you'd have probably seen all of it already. Yep, anything good would have been released already. The trouble we live in social media, where content has to be released so much, any decent content will have already been released. Well, that was the the great thing about Last Dance, and I think um, Dave, you and I were talking a bit about America's Game the other day or was it you and i just i can't remember i was with one of you guys about it how how much better it is the earlier america's games oh yeah that was me so far yeah because it, it's so yeah. far removed from it yeah. and in the same way like last dance was amazing that they sat on those tapes for like 23 years yeah and mm-hmm. then released documentary with then a narration in modern time from all the players involved in it yeah like you just you need to have that separation and that breathe, makes man. stuff interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise it's just kind of, Oh, well we won the game and it was a great game. And then we worked hard to win another game. Like the, um, the Kansas city chiefs America's game is it's like, Oh, I haven't even know. watched it. I'm not, I, I don't know. I wouldn't bother. Mate, I really wouldn't bother. It is Kelsey. Kelsey is terrible. very annoying to me. So even take that out of it. There's no real personality behind the stories. They have such good comeback stories, but they just say, Oh, we just try to, just try to stay in the game, try to make oh, a play. We, we made a play, we made another play, and then we were back in the game. So. What did they have 100%. to... I guess they had to overcome Mahomes being out for like two games. Was that? Did they make a big thing of that? Uh, there was like five minutes on. Oh, Matt Moore came into the game, and then they just kind of didn't really mention how Matt Moore did. <laughs> and then right. it was like, oh, Mahomes is back, so don't worry about it. Um, I did mean, they I, make a I big thing of like... Point. Did they make a big thing of, you know, Kansas City when Alex Smith was there kind of... You know, no. failing to go very far in the playoffs and stuff like that. Really. A couple of minutes. There was a couple of minutes of like Andy Reid. Made it good. Uh, I can't remember if this is in the Andy Reid doc or if it's in America's game, but um, there was a couple of minutes of kind of 
we'd been through this before we got close but not close enough like the whole thing starts with the afc championship game from the year before against, against the, pats. the pats yeah yeah which is kind of a good place to start because it's like ah close but no cigar kind such of such a good game as well <clears throat> yeah awesome game um but the stuff they should have gone into more is like the Tyron Matthew backstory, both with his father and in general. Was he on it? He's he's one of the guys in it. But it's oh, so okay. Well, that's he's he's a cool guy. I like no, but it's so it's blasé because he's a current player. You know, he's not going to say anything. That's... Yeah, that's the trouble, isn't it? I, I know. Think yeah, the it's like the, the Tampa one, the Tampa one, which is the best one. Yeah, like, Sap calling people out and stuff. Yeah, Sap just saying like this is uh, this is the great state of uh, of Florida. This is my home. You want to go no s- show? <laughs> yeah. You want to go wanna down go... here? We'll go yeah. fishing. You want to you want to hang out on the beach? We'll go hit the beach. You want food? Never I got up. food. He was all talk. Yeah. He was nothing else. Yeah, yeah. just slagging on uh, Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah, yeah who? Although as a guy, some great quotes. So don't absolutely. loves uh drapes and curtains Mm -hmm. (laughs) and shit like that so wasn't that sherman multi-level marketing that was that was Keyshawn. that was Keyshawn. yeah that was Keyshawn. i got so many of them wrong by the end i was just like yeah it was tough that one man that was so that was really tough we'll bring that that back back? we'll bring it back at some point when when the nfl gets gets slightly stale midway through the season or something like that maybe yeah Uh too much to talk about this week to to add in stuff like that, I think. Uh, we don't yeah. talk about. <laughs> do we need to talk about this week that much? Um, well, some bits are probably worth. Where do you want to? Yeah, where do you want to start? Do you want to start okay. with how bad our teams are, Ollie? Is Let's, that, should we uh, get it out of the way? And then well, we I was going to say like, before, enjoy the rest of the podcast. <laughs> before week one took place, let's just go through. There were three like big contract renewals. Cooper Cup got extended until twenty twenty three. Brandon, uh, sorry, Dalvin Cook. Even let's say Brandon Cooks, but nobody's given him an extension until he's worked out if he's got a concussion still or not. Uh, Dalvin Cook got a five-year, $63 million extension. Uh, Alvin Kamara got a five-year, $75 million extension. Um, Two of those guys kind of showed up this weekend, and then Cooper Cup also played this weekend, which was nice for fantasy owners. Uh, And then that takes us into week one, where things... Started I picked Robert Woods there, Ollie, because I mean Cooper Cup was you when you picked him. Robert Woods was definitely available. Pretty sure he's going to get more receptions and yards all year. Yeah, Jazz, you said this, and this is one of your things where you say things without ever giving a reason for it. Whereas Cooper Cup for the last two years has been an absolute stud out of the slot for the LA Rams. So look at the end of the year though, last year. Look at the last game. That's all I'm saying. Can leave that out there. Okay, I'll look at one game. Yeah, great. And some games (laughs) in the last year as well, so whatever. Let's talk about week one of this year. Uh, I'd like to actually start with you, Dave, and the Atlanta Falcons, only because... um, It was a bet buster? No, I was... Well, it screwed over all of our bets, I'm pretty (laughs) sure. Oh, yeah. But but also, it was a game where I had real high hopes for the Falcons. Love Julio Jones. I love Calvin Ridley, obviously. Matt Ryan is great fun to watch. But every time they went to it on Red Zone, when I was uh, watching it, it just seemed like it was a Russell Wilson, Chris Carson highlight reel. And so I watched the game in 40 today, and I was like, oh, oh, Atlanta kind of actually moved the ball okay on the first couple of drives and had to settle for field goals and missed field goals and... Yeah, but like it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't the end of the world. And then it just really became a complete <laughs> highlight reel for Russell Wilson. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, I mean, not great. So the so the players that you like to mention, you know, Matt Ryan put up four hundred and fifty yards. Julio Jones got over a hundred yards. Calvin Ridley got nine receptions and ninety-five yards, something like that, and Looked two touchdowns. Boss. I mean, the offense was fine, but they were playing from behind because Russell Wilson looked like the MVP. Um, and they have a defense. So even though we they gave up loads of yards, they could still make stops when they needed to. Yeah. And they forced us to kick field goals early, and we were just behind. They were just clinical. They scored um, four... They scored twice in the first quarter and then twice in the third quarter. And it just it just wasn't really a game. Like, you look at the stats and it's a really weird... You see Matt Ryan scored... It did 450 yards passing and then we, we lose the game and we lose it comfortably. Like, yeah. the Falcons were never really in it. And that is insane for your top two receivers and for your quarterback to put up those kind of numbers and for it to not really be a competitive game. It's pretty savage. But, I mean, t- it's testament to Russell Wilson being awesome. Um, so that was fun. I mean, I did enjoy watching Russell Wilson. I watched and, the 40 back as well, and he was incredible. If he keeps playing like that, he is the MVP. And they had a running game. I mean, whether it was Wilson, whether it was Hyde, or whether it was Carson, but they had three guys that could run the ball, whereas I didn't notice Gurley making... Uh, I great don't think strides that... i didn't i didn't it didn't look like they'd solved the kind of pass heavy bias in atlanta at all as well as obviously not well, having a defense i mean it, well, they were from it? behind as well weren't they? i was gonna say they were coming from behind because todd Gurley early on in the first quarter actually looked fine um he really put up you know he he, he only got 60 60 yards something like that he got scored his touchdown, touchdown as well. yeah, did, yeah um but that was all kind of early on and then mm. i i think he barely got got any touches in the second half but there were two scores behind you know they were they had to get past happy i'm not sure that i saw that um myself and the seahawks that they had a running game i think that was what was so remarkable about that game was they actually let russell wilson pass it like we've all wanted to see and we know that he can do yeah and they've got it what it was an incredible and easy result away from home against well, still a good team the falcons i think you know we're not like even even after that, we're not a bottom ten team. You know, it's not an especially easy place early to go into, on though. So. It was Carson was killing it out of the backfield in the flats as well, or on screens. Like it, it was wasn't screen, necessarily screen just a run game, it? but but Carson oh, okay. was seeing a lot of receptions as well, yes. and it was yeah, picking yeah, it up yeah. deep, taking it across the line mm-hmm. of scrimmage, and then getting another four or five yards at least, kind of thing. Like it, he got a touchdown as well, didn't he? Or two? Or two, two two receiving touchdowns. It was yeah, especially after you know we crap on Seahawks running backs as none of them are ever you, know, you can never trust any of them kind can, of thing yeah, yeah. but Carson looked like fantastic and I remember saying to Jazz watching Red Zone it's like oh oh <laughs> crap like Seahawks might have got a running back this year like oh. Carson was having all the early highlights and then Will Russell took over and it was just yeah I mean Russell using his legs like he does looking great and then yeah that guy can just sling it I know. Yeah. I tell and you, if he keeps if he keeps going like that, my preseason MVP pick is uh, is nailed on. I think. And, and DK uh, Metcalf is so getting awesome. like five six yards of space at times from from corners. Oh yeah, which was those silly. corners though. Those corners. I mean, yeah, yeah I remember no, the competition. You know, can I, you know? Can can we for once have a defense? 
Like on the on the around the NFL <laughs> podcast, Chris Wessling just summed it up so perfectly. He just said, "Every year I watch the Falcons, their defense gets worse." And <laughs> that's and very yeah, fair. Hard to argue against. They can't that, tackle. Yeah. There's no tackling tackle, and there's no coverage. There's no, there's no coverage, and the scheming is wrong as well. Like if you don't have the most talented players, then you need to scheme differently and they don't yeah. seem to be able to do that and that is on Dan Quinn that's what he's there to do mm. and he can't do it they don't like the the Metcalf touchdown Oliver was in man and they had nobody deep at all but like Metcalf is probably got about 40 pounds on Oliver yeah Metcalf and he just looks shrugged him off yeah. like four he looked foot like taller than every corner <laughs> he looked like Julio Jones uh when he scored that touchdown he's so much bigger and they haven't got any safety giving him help yeah. and it's like well what the fuck do you expect to happen yeah so yeah. maybe they thought he was going to drop it again because DK Metcalf had a big drop didn't he in that game you can't yeah. bank on players dropping no I know but maybe especially not from Russell Wilson where he's just putting it is, is this to be. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. Are, we, are we getting into are we doing just a wrap up here or are we going to do the big judgments because I've got big judgments <laughs> and then I've got like wrapping up yeah. our teams so I've got some big judgments well, let's, I, let's, I let's, we, let's know, wrap up the teams good, quickly yeah like, let's good do, to dive into our teams and then we can go into Jazz so, uh, I'd yeah. like to know your thoughts on the um, what Monday Night Football game Steelers against the Giants I expected a slightly more lopsided score to be honest I'm not best pleased that we gave away the scores we did against Danny, Danny Jones, but Danny given Dimes, the big, but, I believe. So Danny uh, Dimes, sorry, yes. But given that the um, we've not had as much off season as we'd like, of course, um, I'm happy to see the defense did something, got some decent sacks, got a couple of interceptions. That's always what you like to see. Good bit of turnovers to start off the year, and they managed to hold Saquon Barkley down pretty well. Yeah, insanely so, well. Like yeah, no running game. Have you seen his stats? Sixteen yards, I think it was. Ugly. Incredible. Yeah. So Big His Ben worst had game, more, right? Yeah, but Big Ben had more yeah. rushing yards than Saquon Barkley did, <laughs> which says which just just shows how much they shut him down. So if they can do that going forward against, say, Lamar Jackson and that Ravens team, maybe that means that it's much more competitive in that division. Yeah, Bar- Barkley had six rushing yards off fifteen carries. Oh, there you go. What? There you go. Yeah, that's that crazy. Isn't monstrous. It? Against if you watch the highlights back though, you just see the the penetration they had. Oh, the, did you the giant? Sorry, line. Jazz. Did you see? Because oh, I messaged you on our the Bud um, Dupree one. WhatsApp, the Bud Dupree, yeah. where he hits him in the backfield. He's. I don't. I actually wanted to watch it. I wanted to like watch it in slow motion. I don't really know where Dupree came from because he basically just appears. Like, he collected the ball and then just got hit yeah. instantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it reminded me of that clowny um, tackle from when he was in college that everybody got excited about. Not as ferocious because he knocks the guy's helmet off, but he's just so quick yeah. into the backfield. The guy literally takes the hand off and then he's on his ass. straight there. First, yeah. Bud Dupree had a really so, good game. Incredible. I was not convinced he yeah, was going to be good. worth keeping, but he's obviously proving me wrong. And again, because he's on a franchise tag, he's got a play and prove it, and maybe you get a big deal kind of thing. Either for the Steelers, which I'm not sure he will get, or in the free agency market. Which come, be to, good. come to Atlanta, please. <laughs> Maybe I, that'll I, help. I, I thought we Len- don't have any cap room because we spent it all on other stuff. Oh, I, I, I said to you on WhatsApp, I thought Leonard Williams looked <laughs> awesome, though, for the Giants. Yeah, he, yeah, like, totally. he, he was getting through to Big Ben and hassling him and hurrying him. And I didn't... Like, Big Ben looked fine. But it didn't look... It was the same way that, like, he looks Breeze and Brady, they looked... Fine, but they didn't look like Breeze and Brady, and Big yeah. Ben didn't yeah. look like Big Ben. I don't know if it was the pressure that he was under, 
or whether it was Big Ben. Just it's rust. Though. I think it's rust. The arms there, though, purely rust. Ollie, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. I just the throws were there. With Leonard Williams, we didn't have De Castro playing. He's our, obviously our best defensive lineman. So if you have your best defensive lineman, I think he would have been the one in front of Williams. So as a Steelers no fan, I'd have said Juju looked really good, albeit you know it's the Giants, so he's going to come up against better Pinch defenses, yourself. particularly Absolutely. in your own in your own division. But yep. Juju looked really good as a number one. Um, Washington got a score. Washington and who's your third guy? Deontay I like Chase. Well, Deontay Chase Johnson's Clay- really the Chase second. Claypool. He, was, he had a great catch, well. didn't he? Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool looked yeah. like a tasty little rookie as well. Mm-hmm. Nice third or fourth receiver. Yeah, I think um, it was. A, I think it was a really good start for you guys. I think the scoreline didn't reflect how, you know, that was pretty one side. I never, I, I never thought the Giants, the Giants would gonna, get into that, but yeah. only because they're the Giants as well. It was like, eh. like Daniel yeah. Jones isn't. <laughs> isn't a good quarterback so. i don't think so. i'm not sure i don't know we'll, we'll kind of time will tell I mean, here's some more time he certainly he certainly uh that touchdown to um slayton uh, slate slayton was uh was quite wide open uh yeah. nice yeah yeah i did like seeing <laughs> it, that it wasn't wider it wasn't wider i don't see um there was, was another one that he had that was uh was it the, you just was, can't you're not going to give anything to danny uh, no, nothing at all i think like me and uh, i think he i think he looked fine I think he looked fine. I don't, I don't, yeah. Um, and other things took place on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. So uh, can I just lead into you talking about your team, Ollie, by just giving you a, a nice stat? I'm sorry to bum you out so much, but misery loves company, and uh, I am miserable. Is it the injury <laughs> list? By no. M- midway through the third uh, quarter, the Eagles had an 85% win probability. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They they made a point of telling us that they did yeah. a number of times in the same way that the Lions had a really yeah. big pro- probability. They had a much bigger one, I think, if memory serves me right. I think it was eighty-seven. I don't think it was much bigger. I mean, it was... I think the Bears had like a two percent chance of winning, and they came back to win it, which of course someone picked right anyway. So whatever. Um, yeah. So it, Ollie, I got to watch this with a front row seat to see you despair, which was actually quite tasty, if I'm honest. If you'll if you'll notice the uh, the jersey behind me has changed name and number. <laughs> it's no longer it's no longer wins. <laughs> I didn't notice. I didn't notice until now. Yeah. Uh, so oh, Carson out. Um, Sudfield let's get, in. Let's, let's get rid of uh, let's get rid of uh, Carson Wentz. Uh, let's actually get an offensive line. <laughs> let's get some healthy players. That'd be nice in Philadelphia. <laughs> I think missing Miles Sanders is a bit. I sent you on Sunday. I think Miles Sanders is a massive loss. I think missing offense. four offensive linemen is a big loss. To yeah, be don't honest. help either. And then, sure. and then losing Brandon Graham as well when you don't have Derek Barnett. So your QB pressures go down massively. Yep. Um, oh, and then having Miles Sanders out of the game and then no Boston Scott either midway through the game. It's <laughs> like we did this. Why are we carrying on with the injury thing? Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's like the story of the last two years, really, isn't it? Yeah. Injury um, after injury after injury. 17 nothing up in Washington against the Washington football Full team. team. They, don't, team. they don't even... It really annoyed me, and it still annoys me. They don't have a logo on Game Pass. Like, it looks yeah, like They should a make broken, it a W, shouldn't they? It, it should be the W like a, for the time being. A broken... Screen, like, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Logo or something yep. like somebody has failed to upload the icon properly or something. Yep, and we still lost to them. Like Ron Rivera had to get an IV just to coach the end of that game. <laughs> apparently, during oh, really? the game, yeah, he had oh, to, okay. he had to get, he had to get an IV. No, he had to, yeah, he had to get an IV so that he was able to carry on coaching. 
but apparently it was yeah Rivera needed an IV to get through the remainder of coaching that game and the Eagles can't even beat a team that doesn't have a proper logo yeah because where they're so <laughs> like Although, Brandon Brooks D-line Andre really Dillard can, yeah, Lane Johnson I... Miles Sanders Derek Barnett out before the game and then lose Vinnie Curry lose Brandon Graham lose Boston Scott lose Craig James at DB like yeah yeah, it is savage. But it just keeps, it's not, it just keeps going with the it's Eagles. Not it's, the injuries, it's not just the injuries, though. It's not just the injuries. There were throws from Wentz where yeah. he could have made them. Well, and, and he, he held on to the ball for Well, he either held the ball too long or he was just bad at throwing. Like, And he was, his pocket maneuverability was disastrous at times. Like, There was yeah. one of them where he rolled left and you've got three offensive linemen to his right creating a beautiful little bit of space for him to stand in but he rolled away from them, but still stayed in the pocket right in front of a huge hole. Then he's got two receivers going left and right out in the flats yeah. in front of the first down marker, and he decides to just try and wing it down long to Jalen Rager because Jalen Rager made one deep catch, and Wentz was like, oh, I've got a deep threat. Like, <laughs> Wow. That's good analysis from you. I enjoyed that. Uh, there there uh, were some uh, like people. How... People were having like this whole kind of defend Wentz. Obviously, after last season, Wentz was amazing, carried the team. He almost had that MVP year when he got injured and everything. But yeah. there are there are times with Wentz that I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's like it's lightning in a bottle when it works well for Wentz, and yeah, there are too true. many times when it doesn't. Like there was that Carolina game two seasons ago where he blew a fourth quarter lead because he couldn't finish drives off with easy passes. And, it, and yeah. it happens too many times with him and he doesn't look like a leader and he doesn't look like he's progressing into that like number one quarterback that you can trust. He's yeah. saying leadership things like he thinks that's what he needs to say and he's yeah. trying to do things like throw it deep and just launching it without really any aim and just in that like, oh, the guy's open downfield so I better just launch it and hope he gets underneath it. Like, It must have been a very frustrating geez, uh, Tell us how you really feel, for- Ollie. Yeah, that is uh, quite hell. a lot. Yeah. It, it must have been a very frustrating game to coach. Very frustrating yeah. game to coach. Yeah, because that can't be the coaches. Like, so that. I mean, wasn't there one pick that went out where he threw it and the DB was literally running the route with the yeah, receiver that was, in that front was, of him? That was Wentz mm-hmm. threw it on the inside shoulder and he thrown it, should have thrown it on the outside shoulder. And, and yeah. in fairness, Doug Peterson was kind of... Doug Peterson this week has been critical and said, you know, there were yeah. things that happened that shouldn't have happened. Well, and he's not thrown... Not? individuals under the bus but he even called out Ertz like he didn't say his name but he said we had a fourth down conversion that should have been a completion on that fourth down that went through Zach Ertz's hands and and he should have caught it and I I kind of rate Doug Peterson for saying like look guys if you don't execute it's not my fault at the end of the day like I'm calling the right play you're not finishing yeah. the play that's there in front of you that you should be making. And I don't mind that. So I stick by Doug Peterson. I'll just drop that chump. Div 2, Carson Wentz. <laughs> God, such strong words. I'll tell you what, Nick Foles is oh, just sat there as a backup in Chicago should at the moment. trade back from, shouldn't they? And, and Mitch Trubisky's sticking around for another week because uh, contrary to yeah, your bets... Yeah, that's my bet gone. Yeah, yeah. He, he lasted more I than three quarters, Jazz. Can we d- just to bring Somehow. to bring some balance to it? I mean, how how much of it was uh, was down to the the Redskins D line as well, which seemed to be having a savage day. But then yeah, and they've, they've, they've got them. talent as well. They've Eagles got talent. Eagles O line was terrible. D-line. Yeah, it's a depleted Eagles O line against a really talented uh, D this There's three first round picks I think five. on that D line. Uh, five first round picks. Sorry for Washington on that D line. 
and then you've got you've got a secondary in Philadelphia that still can't tackle as well. Like, yep. it's not even, really missed Malcolm Jenkins. <laughs> I haven't even started really to have another him. go <laughs> at the secondary yet, which seems to just be filled with ineptitude, both in its coverage and its ability to tackle a guy at the first hit. Something like that you can obviously understand in Atlanta as well from this weekend. Like, yeah. let's let's get the guy down at the first attempt, not another five six yards down the field. There, there are so many problems with Philadelphia that it's so foolish to think that they will win that division. Contrary well, to what I said it? last week. The Washington football team, yeah. the only team with a win right now. Well, thank God, Dallas. <laughs> well, I wasn't I very impressed with... Uh, yeah, I wasn't very impressed with, uh, with the Cowboys, but we'll wait and see. Because I think they they are, their, offense will, their offense will come together. Yeah, yeah. They, probably, uh... probably against the Falcons, <laughs> which, is, which is their week two matchup. So that'll be a fucking nice uh, gift for them, won't it? Well, you know, it's uh, you, you. Here's 400 yards of offense. You get a nice go, little bounce back. And Dak Prescott has that similar running ability to Russell Wilson. He's got a lot of people to look at. I mean, you throw yeah, he's like a really poor Zeke, man's uh, Russell Wilson. I tell you what, let's. A um, very poor man's Russell Wilson. Really, yeah. Like like hobo on the street. Yeah, singing, singing for uh, change in his cup. Yeah, All right, we, yeah, that's fair. We've we've got our our rant. Oh, I feel I've had my rant off <laughs> for the week. Um, yeah. we've got we've got well ten done. minutes on this. Let's let's start the next one. Um, and let's start with our like big takes from week one. I like okay. outrageous stuff. But yeah, let's go into the next one because I don't want to okay. get into this and then have to start again. <laughs> It's right. gonna get. I feel it's gonna get passionate. So I'm leaving now. Good. <laughs> You're a weird guy, Jack. Oh yeah. Let's start with some uh, very quick week one bold takeaways. Um, I'll start with you, Jazzy. Uh, so I've got a few. I feel like well, covered. I'm asking for one. No, no, I think I've kind of covered one already, but I might come back to it in a bit. Uh, when are we going to get off the fucking Browns hype train? Because oh, that's, they... Well, that's one, that's one of mine as well. They so. were appalling. Yeah. Why were they going for a fake punt? So in the first on. quarter, I think it was in the first quarter. That just oh shows pure desperation that one, you don't trust your defense whatsoever. And two, you don't even trust Baker Mayfield to make one pass. Yeah, well, you shouldn't trust either of those things. Oh no, I know because both of those things <laughs> are a dumpster fire. Well, you can't so, you, you can't trust that defense against the Ravens because the Ravens just look great on offense. Like I understand oh, yeah. not trusting the D against arguably the best side in the AFC, maybe the second best if you want to flip the coin it which way, but not trusting Baker Mayfield, that's a serious problem. You've got to be you look. Even though the Ravens are going to roll over a lot of teams this year. You've got to be competitive in your division. That says so much about where you are. Yep. And I think that we consistently see even even great teams even great teams they'll play divisional opponents close. Yeah. And that's because it means more and they play each other twice a year and they should have figured it figured things out a little bit better than this mess. Like it was really really bad. Did, how far off the pace they were yeah. from being competitive in that division just showed absolutely from week one. It makes you think, having watched the Bengals game, that the Bengals will probably beat them tomorrow. 
I was I I took it off my bet. I was I thought about like going and I was like, oh, like the, are they really going to lose to the Bengals? And then I was like, look, just stay away from them. Yeah, I just wouldn't stay trust away them. from the Browns. Mm-hmm. Don't if trust they, the Browns. If they recover and they they end up like five and two or something somehow, then maybe I'll dip my toe in the water again. Hey, I tried it. There. It almost worked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's my issue. I mean, look at what OBJ did. As Neil was saying when he came on the podcast to talk about fantasy stuff, he was just useless. He didn't get enough targets, enough volume. Jarvis Landry does what Jarvis Landry does best. Get, I think it was six receptions for 60 yards, something like that. Doesn't yeah, really just, get many yards, but he gets catches, volume. Like, yeah. That's all he gets, but they're not catches that really mean anything. If they catches that, say, six catches for but like 100 Baker's, yards, it's different. We said it on Sunday watching it. Like, Baker is panicking so yeah. much. And, uh, like, don't get, get me know. wrong. Like, he was under pressure a fair few times. But Joe Burrow, as as you say, like, watching that Bengals game, Joe Burrow was under pressure. Worse and he pressure. looked far cooler and calmer than Baker Mayfield did. And yep. he doesn't even have the same level of guys to throw to. Or run Or, or, or the run chemistry. Yeah. Or anything. Yeah. Like... Baker Mayfield looks like sketchy, sketchy feet to the point of where you worry if Baker Mayfield has, A, had too much pressure on him kind of as a your Baker Mayfield and you had that great first start yep. of your first season and now there's too much on you because you're meant to be the Browns here and you're not. And also, if you've actually been under too much duress in your early part of your NFL career and you don't trust the line and you're panicky every time you step back. Yeah, and you've had you've had three different coaches. The coaches yeah. is maybe the Four, issue as well, though. I mean, if you look at Alex Smith as the best example of this. Alex Smith had, in his first five years at San Francisco, I think he had five different either head coaches or offensive coordinators. He never looked very good. And then we shift off to Kansas City and played, for, obviously, with Andy Reid. He looked ten times better. And then did really well in Washington when he was there before, of course, he broke his leg. So you have to bear that in mind. So we might be seeing a product of a dis oh, so disorganized franchise is probably the best way of saying it. Which is the top. which is the thing that's always leveled at the Browns, the Browns anyway. Yeah, yeah, totally. If you can't and in the NFL you always look at like a bad organization is just gonna end up creating bad players and yeah. bad yeah. football regardless of the talent. But there is still so much talent on that team oh, that it's no. hard to look it, away from it and be it, like, it, it bums, maybe it bums it'll be okay. Out. It really bums me out. But, I just want to see. I can't imagine the the like feeling of a Cleveland supporter. Of a yeah, just because there's so much, you know, you you want to kind of go a little bit under the radar, you know, sometimes. Yeah. And they're they're either in the spotlight because they're the worst team in the NFL, and now they're in the spotlight because they're the most disappointing team in the NFL. And it's like, can't we just be in the shadows a little bit? Like they could use just like, just a nice little season. So, <laughs> like, although I nice. saw a stat today, just to go back to the Browns being not the worst team in the NFL in the last three years, the Giants are the team that have lost the most games, and in one of those years, the Browns went zero in sixteen. Yeah, the, the Giants are garbage. Savage. So. No, I know, but it just it shows that <laughs> even though the Browns had one terrible season. They have not had... the Jags. I thought the Jags would have been the worst. No, because they got no, to the AFC Championship, didn't they? They went to the AFC Championship was game that, in 2017. I thought that was four years ago. Three. Okay. My bad. I'm, I'm an This would be the fourth year. Since then, this since be the then fourth they've year been terrible. doing it, yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so that just goes oh. to show. But I think the issue with all that stuff is it's just the hope that kills you. I mean, if every year you think, oh, no. this could be our year because look at all we've got on paper and oh, then it all man. just comes you, crashing around you in the do, first do you, week. Do you remember that, uh, that press conference where they had Landry... Uh, Miles Garrett, um, 
OBJ and Baker Mayfield all lined up there, and Freddie Kitchens was when he was the coach. They had them all sat together, yeah. and it was like everything's coming together for these guys. It's so exciting. It was like draft that day, the movie had happened. Yeah, it was like that epitomized yeah. the height of the kind of hype around them. Yeah. And now the reality is going to set in. And I, you know, we can overreact to every game. We are doing it on this podcast, but it it was so bad. It was so, so, It was a beatdown. So that was a thorough... It was, yeah, there was no fight. Beatdown. No fight, exactly, yes. Well, there was a fight. Points, it was a fake punt points. in the first quarter. That's the fight they put up because they couldn't that even... That was embarrassing, though, because of they fumbled. They, they Not only did they get nowhere oh, yeah, near the line of they? scrimmage, yeah. they then fumbled it, yeah. and the yeah. Ravens took the ball over like the uh, Browns' 20-yard line. So it's yeah. like, all right. And that that's the sign of an embarrassing desperate franchise is you're in the what the first quarter and you're trying a fake punt that yeah. early on because you know you're not going to get near the ravens the thing is though if they lost that game Absolute without joke. doing stupid things like that and just lost it fair and square say it was still the same score but they hadn't looked desperate you wouldn't be i wouldn't be judging them quite as much i think that fake punt that early in the game and then fumbling it just makes me, just gives me insight into the the psyche of the head coach. Of course, yeah. I mean the, the Browns are on. It's not a good sign. Really the Browns are on my big three things from the weekend, and my thing was that they look like a team that's trying too hard. Yeah, and, maybe and it's that's, that. That's I think that's the trouble with it is that they they almost look like a team that feels the pressure to make splashes all the time because yeah. of the talented roster they've got because of the attention that they've had both as yeah. the worst team in the league and then great potential in this team yeah and it it if you just went and ran nick chubb what thir- was nick 25 chubb? 30 i think t- kareem hunt got more touches well they had it's chubb really out at slot every so often as well and, and wide out at Browns times running backs uh, yeah it was just yeah yeah so it's a fancy the burden of expectation i think that's what you're trying to say really isn't it, ollie yeah, that's yeah, very much so. All right, Stumps, All right, what, about, what about one from you? Uh, big takeaway. So yes. just before we oh, do that, so was, were the Browns on each one of our takeaways? Yes. I mean, yeah, but yeah, I had, I had way more than three. Oh, okay. I knew that it would be uh, <laughs> I mean, one of my one. one of my takeaways around the Browns was they should get Colin Kaepernick considering the way they need... Ooh. The way Baker Mayfield played as a scram... Like, scrambling out of the pocket all the time. Yeah. Wouldn't it make sense to bring in Colin Kaepernick, light a fire under Baker Mayfield, or... Have Colin Kaepernick. Like you're never going to have more pressure than you do in Cleveland now, anyway. Yeah. So even oh, that'll you... help them go under the radar. Well, it, well that's the thing. <laughs> but they're not going to go under the radar yes, because Dave. of the talent they've got. So you might as well buy into it. Like, have if we're going to have the pressure, let's have all the guys ride pressure the gravy train as hard Col- as we Yeah, can. and let's have Colin yeah. Kaepernick in as well. If Baker Mayfield <clears throat> then reacts to competition, great. Because at the moment he doesn't have any. And we saw the best football out of Baker Mayfield when he took over from Terod Taylor. Well, hang so, on. His competition is not being a franchise quarterback in a year's time or two years' time. Yeah, but Baker Mayfield doesn't time. worry about that because of the number of advertisements he's doing every week, and he doesn't have to. He doesn't even look at the play. Come on, I give imagine. me a break. He worries about that every day at the moment. I mean, he probably does. Don't give me but, that. That's nonsense. But like, let's put some serious pressure underneath him. And bring in Colin Kaepernick. Well, be- okay, mo- let's move on to another take. It's a bad time. <laughs> oh wow, Dave's just swatted that down. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Yeesh. it. I like it. You oh, need come it. on, let's. Oh, this is what the team needs. Let's bring in a quarterback who hasn't played in four years. Look, it's a bold That'll take. That'll really sort everything out. Well, Madden has him rated higher than Baker Mayfield, I think, so maybe they should try it. <laughs> Madden uh, ratings do mean a lot this year as well. Uh, Dave, loads. give us a bold take. Kyler Murray is awesome. 
And I'm super excited about it. Really? Because my okay. take, my bold take on Kyler Murray is the is, exact is opposite. Overrated. Yeah. Oh, really? What, overrated. He's all footwork, no fundamentals. Ooh, that's a nice bit of not quite illustration, but not far off. Yeah. Okay. Tell me. Well, because Kyler Murray made everything happen with his feet that was really good. He hit Hopkins after extending the play most of the time, or diabolical coverage. Hopkins was far too open a lot of the time on a lot of the mm. catches that he was making okay. and i think yeah, which Ky- was weird by the way why why are they not marking one of the best <laughs> receivers in the nfl yeah larry don't worry we we got larry locked down over there in double coverage it's fine we'll just leave this hopkins we'll leave nuke to his own yeah yeah i thought i thought kyla murray was really good but it wasn't because of being a good quarterback it was being a good running qb Okay, just to, just before Dave interjects and give his opinion to shoot you, shoot you down, if that was Lamar Jackson, what would you be saying? I'd say yeah, the same um, thing. Don't think you would, but that's fine. No, I would because what, Lamar. Have you been Lamar Jackson were you saying though? That last year, Lamar Jackson makes makes more throws than Kyler Murray does. Not to begin whereas, with. Him. Whereas, whereas is, I don't. Is, yeah, oh. and that's why I didn't like Lamar Jackson. In that I didn't like because I think he leaves himself too exposed when he goes on this running around all the time. In the same way I think Kyler Murray does. I said it last year. He did. Lamar say Jackson. Yeah, Lamar did Jackson say is a great player to watch. He's so exciting. So is Kyler Murray. Like last week, it was fantastic to watch. But he's not playing quarterback in the like traditional way, which you know sounds like the old. Well, uh, you, I, <laughs> the what, old I, what I love from my cornerbacks is when they they really stand in the pocket and they take their pressure and then they throw it. Back, and, back uh, in my then, day, back in my day, then, uh, we used to see quarterbacks stand there for six seconds and then, uh, then they take a hit as they threw it and Ben Roethlisberger push, uh, would still complete the touchdown we, we, and be hanging out by the high school the, uh, at the end of the week. <laughs> if you'll let me finish, we stretch the field and then uh, we aim for uh, the open receivers and then we score after a nice drive nice drive and i i i thoroughly enjoyed watching kyler murray the way he was able to speed up tempo but he sped it up as a runner he still passed for like 240 yards yeah he had, good, he had a very good game yeah i really I, I, I really don't know how you're um kind of uh he was great to watch but he was just getting at him no he was just playing it like the kind of evolved version of the quarterback is going to be and i think History shows so you're just not a fan of this new type of quarterback. Is I just, which is funny because Donovan McNabb is pretty much the prototype they worked off, and then so is Michael Vick, two quarterbacks that you happen to yeah, love. They're, they're fantastic to watch, but the more successful franchises and teams are the ones that have a QB that can throw and then uses running as an alternative. That's yes. what Seattle have done yeah, with I mean, Wilson. The Ravens, I mean, the Ravens went 14-2 last year. Yeah, but they didn't win a Super Bowl. And then Cam Newton yeah, went 15-1. That, and that one. was only one. That was and, he didn't, one, and Cam didn't win game. a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's true, so. They lost Russell one Wilson. Free, free game against Cam, the Cam, Cam lost the Super Bowl to the ultimate pocket quarterback in Peyton Manning. <laughs> oh, it's Peyton Manning that won that. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, the Broncos <laughs> D won yeah, obviously, that Super Bowl. I forgot obviously. that. I forgot that. But I'm just, I'm just saying. Von Miller sitting on his head like he was camping. And D Ware doing the same thing. And it's, and it's the same thing if you want to talk about Cam Newton this week of like his rushing was great, didn't play quarterback in distribution. He played quarterback as a running quarterback. And whether it might be college coming into the NFL more, or and that will be really exciting to watch. I don't not enjoy watching it, but I just think. Well, no, no. If you're moving over to. We can talk about Cam Newton, but that is a separate thing to talking about Kyler Murray. You go to Cam, Cam Newton in the Patriots was super limited. Uh, yeah, yeah. Their I, offense, I, from I, what I, I saw, and I think they might be limited all year, to be honest, because they don't seem to have the receiver room to support it. So I think I'd you're going to just, just going to see yeah. that running game take over. Yeah. 
and and Kyle Murray is going to be really interesting because he's got so many options. So, so what? I your, think he's got. Yeah, I think he's take, a Dave? really accurate passer. I from what I saw of him last year, I didn't watch too much, too much Cardinals uh, live. I didn't watch full games, but I watched a lot of highlights. And the reason, one of the reasons I was so excited about them this year, and I almost picked them to beat the 49ers. You did. And then I kind of got laughed off off that hill, and I had to rethink it. And then I wisely went with the with the Browns to beat the the Ravens. Yes, and, um... I mean that was. But I no, I I saw enough from Kyler Murray last last year and in college. He's an incredibly accurate passer. So I I just I really don't know if it's. I I hate to just keep disagreeing with all of your no, takes cool. on me, no, no, I just cool. don't agree well, That's with what it. we're here for. We're here to have a discussion. Discussions have to be back and forth, don't they? Yeah. I just... Uh, I, I kind of... I think it's an interesting take. I'll definitely look out for it because I'm going to be watching a lot of him now this year because I, I really, really enjoyed that game. Mm. And I watched the 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 40 for that as well. Um, but So I'll watch out for it. So I'll take it under advisement, but I, it's not what I was seeing. 20, 26 of 40 is close to 50 percent that's that was the thing i had and i felt like a lot of those passes came from kyla's ability to move rather than kyla standing and throwing and reading it was extending the play and doing that sort of thing which again it isn't a bad thing but kyla murray is an exciting quarterback to watch the difference is will he if he's contained will arizona tank can he him? do it yeah so yeah but 26 of 40 65 percent Okay, but it's only six passes off fifty percent, and I'm saying, as I said, I mean that's a okay. No, but as I and as I said, I'd like to look at his stats uh, for last year and from college because I'm fairly sure when he came into the NFL, he's an exciting prospect with his legs, but he was seen as one of the would need work. Yeah, that yeah, well, and also, but that he was an accurate passer as well. I don't. know. We'll see. Interesting. It's, it's interesting. It's I agree. Interesting. You One to watch. To point. One to watch from Ollie. Um. All right. Let's uh, let's go with this one that we can all agree on. Is that Josh Allen is f- terrible. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna completely sign on to that. But um, I'll I, sign on for the play was, where he rushed was, and then was like, "Oh, you have the ball." I don't okay, want so it the first the yeah. first time he's, the red zone cuts to the Bills very, Jets uh, is yeah. a yeah. shot. Of Josh Allen with the ball in his hand, throwing it out the back of his hand and pitching it to a linebacker. Yeah. And there were so many more bad plays that I saw from Josh Allen. Oh, it's his that Josh Allen terrible. is going to lose Buffalo more games than he wins. That's yeah, my big take. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair because that game was not even close at all. They had that one breakaway score, the Jets, uh, which kind of came out of nowhere. Yep. But they should have put that to bed, and it should have, they should have run up the score on that team because they looked terrible. Yep, but the yeah. Bills kind of made hard work of it, and you're right, it's because Josh Allen can't <laughs> look after the football, and he seems to, he just seems to be like hitting this kind of self destruct button where like I don't know he's trying like, too he's hard. The, he's the opposite of what Tannehill is. Like I watched the um, okay. the Titans game, um, and. He kind of Tannehill kind of picked up where he left off last season. Mm. He's just doing all the basics really well, mm-hmm. and just like they're just just really simple schemes, and like some of it's down to the coaching. They're amazing at play action, and they they're keeping it really really simple for him. 
and he's just delivering. He's just kind of doing good quarterbacking. And Josh Allen is just not doing those things. Yeah. He's just not. He's trying to look for like big splashy plays every time, and to and to do something really cool with his legs as well. But he doesn't need to, especially not against the Jets. The only way you're going to lose against the Jets is if you do stupid shit. Yeah. And he he did, did a, a lot, lot of stupid. Of stupid it's lucky they yeah, didn't. he did his best. Yeah, yeah. they, they, but they made still it won. So. And, and that's the trouble is that Josh Allen is going to get praised as well for you know what he did with his legs at times and stuff like that. You know, extending plays. He, he made great running downfield in big moments as well. But there were so many times that they would cut, and it's like Josh Fumble. Allen fourth quarter of last year's playoffs against the Texans. Josh Allen, and it's yeah. like a hangover that appeared in week one against garbage opposition so i know so here's I, a take for you on that i yeah. think if you had is this counting as one of your takes by the way no no this is just on to, to tack this on to one, yours. this is a one b i think yeah, yeah if you switch the quarterbacks there you switch donald for allen oh the bills run riot over the jets yeah without sam donald sam donald's gonna lose his job in new york because of everything else around him yeah if he'd be him that bill's team he wouldn't be th- Going to pass in the ball forwards to a linebacker to say you have the ball. That would have been a much different result. That would have been Bills thirty-five, Jets seven, something like that. Possibly. Mm. Although, what are you seeing from Sam Darnold that I'm not? Because I he kept really them in the game against the Bills uh, at times. A decent a defense, pocket quarterback. Yeah, and he had hardly any weapons around him. Bell went down with a hamstring, didn't he, later on in the game? And out, out for three uh, weeks. at least three weeks because he's it's on the IR, isn't he? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. man. Brutal. <laughs> Good luck, Sam. <laughs> so they're, they're now bringing in uh, Kalen Balaj, the uh, the terrible dolphin that did nothing to come mm. in and, and, and spell. Which is always weird because when I see Balaj, I always think Beluga. And I'm like, oh, Beluga, dolphins. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But no, it's, now he's a jet. Uh, Jazz, give us another hot take to move away from that very quickly. I will give you kickers. <laughs> this was Ooh. a bad... Bad week for kickers. Very bad. How many field goals are missed this weekend? Goskowski really should have retired. (laughs) Yeah, so of course he missed three and he missed an extra point. But how many field goals? Falcons missed their opening extra point, wasn't it? After the first touchdown they got? Young Way Koo. Young Way Koo. Yeah. No, but he he missed others. Yeah, but he did miss the first extra point just as another one of like. Because that got moved back another like five yards because of some sort of penalty. Yeah. No, but there were a lot of extra points missed. So how many field goals were missed this weekend? Give me a number. Without Uh, looking at it. I know what it is. We're talking extra points or field goals? Just field goals, then we'll go extra points. How many uh, field goals are missed this weekend? Field goals, I'll go 12. seven. 19. 19? Jeez. 19. How many extra points are missed? Six. Ollie? I'll, I'll take seven again. Five. <laughs> take... It's five. So you're Damn really it. close okay. with it. But 19, right. so that's 24 missed kicks over Damn. the whole of the weekend. And this was something I wanted to talk about in the off-season of like, isn't this going to be better for kickers? Because it's a silent stadium. There's no and it's fans, like practice. So isn't, yeah, it's just, you're just kicking against people. Like, who cares? My only guess is there's no live action because they haven't pre-season. You Apparently didn't get a not. chance to see that pressure on the the, the kickers. So you think yeah, when maybe. Tampa a few years ago had that kicking competition that went on for, for weeks. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, all that yeah. stuff, yeah. Um, yeah. They were using the preseason games to try and figure out who was going to be the kicker because that was the only chance they had under live, real situations. Because you can have it in training and have the special teams have a, as hard a rush as they can, but it's it's practice. It's never really going to have any pressure on it because if you miss it, well, no one really cares. Actually, your coaches might care, 
But in a game, it really matters. And like you said, Gostowski, sorry, he's really got a hot butt this week. If he manages to stay there yeah. to Sunday, good for him. If he misses another one or two, uh-uh, he's gone. There's no Definitely. way he's being kept because you yeah. can't miss yep. three field goals and an extra point and luckily hit the field goal at the end of the game. So you kick the game winner and it's like, uh, yeah, but okay. it shouldn't have even came, been a game winner at that point. That's came the thing. up in oh. the clutch though. Came that's, up in the exa- that's ten the points. He should have scored extra. Yeah, it talk sh- about that game uh, the shouldn't Bills have been anywhere uh, near it. I, I was going to say, and as much as the Bills made hard work of the Jets. The Titans made hard work there. It was just uh, uh, Drew, so Lo- Drew Lock on my list of that. like Drew Lock on my list of garbage quarterbacks that have confirmed my <laughs> not that good in the NFL list. It didn't look that bad. I right. Look I good put enough, down. Yeah. <clears throat> I put down on my notes, Ollie. Uh, where is it? I had a separate little thing. Let me just find this. Drew Lock bang average uh, by any chance? It was. <laughs> well, you know, still uh... Lock dangerous throws, and not in a good way. Oh yeah, yeah, I like that. Okay, I was, I thought you were <laughs> then, about to defend then, it, and I was going to be like, no, 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 "What?" No, no. And then loose, and then I put Locke has a bit of an odd throwing action. I don't know if I trust it. I like, I like what I'm hearing. It all comes into my remit. So, of I can't. I want to see a. I want to see a slow mo of him throwing, or like somebody who knows about the mechanics to to tell me why we can we can I find think that it looks so odd. Um, I'll see if we can get somebody to talk about that. Yeah, try and uh, try and get a clip from somebody who understands um, more QB about arms. QB. All right, because they because it looks because uh, he's got a quick release and he's he's got a lot of power in his throws, but there's something there's something not right about that guy. All right, Dave, give us like I'm suspicious of him. You know, you know, like in the detective movie or something where like the detective like has a chance like encounter with the killer early on, and yeah. they're like, who's that? caretaker or whoever it is told you kids to leave this leave this island yeah that's how i'm looking at uh at uh, lock's arm going like, full true detective on it uh, oh, you're yeah. mowing the lawn very peculiarly. Yeah. yeah all right dave give us one more uh big take from the week oh God, i don't know we've covered a lot of the things i was uh i was looking at um hmm. what was i gonna say Okay, I'll get why uh, you, why but, you okay, oh, go on then. Go. On. I love the pauses. I'll just jump in. We're here. So Joe Burrow. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We've spoken it a little bit. He looked pretty good at the weekend. Joe Burrow was denied a phenomenal game-winning drive. Oh, yes, he his was. little face when uh, when it didn't. Yeah. Get and then Randy Bullock, time. you. He didn't pull his calf. That's utter horse. No, no. What's he happened said, there is he's kicked he it. Said cr- he said cramps. Bollocks. He said he's got cramps. Bollocks. And it's like. Well, you get cramps, cramps is after. good because never cramps is good because you can never kind of disprove it. it like, oh, I got yeah, you're I not out cramp. next week. You're definitely Nonsense. still playing. <laughs> he kicked that, realized, oh, I've missed it. Let's pull my calf. Oh, I've got my calf. Oh, that's why I missed it. Not because I felt yeah, shit. Everyone, so everyone, everyone knows. So it. sorry. So I did. Like this isn't you know, but I I sent Marlon favorite a message on that game-winning drive it was like marlon man joe looks like legit he was like that's my boy he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> smash it like joe burrow's gonna finish this off i was like i really hope he does I really hope he does and when aj green makes that catch it's like 100 percent a catch barely no, a push off. it was a push-off barely a push-off Extended it was the same it was the off. same as carl rudolph in the uh in and the that was pass interference year. just for the record but 
the corner makes the biggest flop out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the arm is... It's not fully extended either. I still think it's like that. But he does this, like... But you have to do that, don't you? I mean, if you think of it this way, it's a game of very small margins. You have to try and make sure... Well, if you have to make sure that the the refs see that you are being interfered with, then that's what you have to do. Because now that's not just a defensive one, is it? You have... The offensive players have to be careful with the same thing. Okay, but on a similar topic, one of my takeaways from this week, and it happened a lot in the early part of Tampa Bay against New Orleans, but it also happened in a lot of other games, is and a couple of times actually in the Falcons-Seahawks as well, is the pass interference calls where a QB throws it into coverage knowing that he's seemingly going to get a flag and corners Ooh. are getting penalized so much and it's it's happened so many times last year and previous years as well but this week uh, it really strange, stood out yeah. especially in that at the beginning of that new orleans tampa bay game there were so many calls of players getting nothing pass interference calls on them and it's kind of frustrating now because it's it used to be an annoying bug in the madden games that you would have like certain routes that you could press circle and it would throw it up and you knew you were going to get a pass interference call or you'd make a catch and now it seems like that's bleeding into the NFL and it's kind of annoying and I'm tired of it being like it's a boring pass heavy league at times anyway well it's not boring but now, though, is it? well it's not boring but it's it's because kind of frustrating stands, to like man. not see a great defensive player be able to be as physical with a wide receiver as a wide receiver is physical with a defensive player at times and I think I think I the, the margin on corners is so much tighter compared to wide do you, receivers. I do think you're right. It is, it's annoying. It's quite, it annoyed me a lot this week already. It's, yeah, it's quite it's quite funny for you to say I'm tired of this in week one. <laughs> no, it just it, it was just a week one where it seemed to happen quite a few times on yeah. the highlights that I was watching and stuff, and it was it like, did, yeah. Oh, but also the just... refs haven't had as much time to practice, have they? Like they were saying, that they didn't yeah. go to training camps, didn't go to practices, didn't and have scrimmage, didn't we have need pre-seasons. To let last week, like let them yeah. have a wide berth. But you're taking a real yeah, well, liberty with they this They have changed already. the rule a bit this year anyway, <laughs> haven't they? So there's a, there's a slight rule it's... change, which always makes it more difficult, and they haven't had a chance it's to really practice it. So then we'll see But a they few weren't more calling illegal contact downfield, which is a five-yard penalty. They were calling pass interference, and there are a number of, number of them that were illegal contact rather than pass interference. It was before the ball was thrown. But maybe they're going to review that this week in the, the umpires and referee yeah. meetings, and then they'll change it. As the season goes on, we might see that improve. Too many great one-on-one battles, I think, was not... not. I mean, Lattimore against Evans was great because they were going to They were just fighting. <laughs> they were <laughs> just <laughs> fighting. That was... So, I yeah, love... That was I, I love amazing. right now. I'd put them in a ring. Yeah, you put them in the octagon, right? If you could have the thing with that way, the, the big... If you'd had Crabtree against Tlaib and just said, okay, you guys, everyone really wants to see this. Just go NHL and just have like a separate kind of... Oh, Use no, that no, fabric no, no. softener, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, don't go NHL with it. Literally have it as a side thing during the week or the end of the season and have UFC-style fights and then whoever wins gets their roster Jeez. bonus that year. All right, okay. I mean... Like, That's what I want to see. I want to see some proper fights. <laughs> this is a this is a tangent. We'll have to come back yeah, to this. This is like NFL right, Street you, or something. I found my uh, yeah. one of my other <laughs> takes. Street All right, give us, give us the last hot take then. Aaron Rodgers played the best game that he's played in three years. Okay, that's fair. All right, fine. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was really fun. It reminded me of like why I really liked have you, Aaron Rodgers. Have you gone back and watched it on Game Pass? That one, not the forty. I just watched uh, just watched Red Zone uh, on that one. Yeah, yeah. Because Red Zone, it was just like Rodgers, 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 Rodgers. Like, and then they stopped going there. And then 
left it for half an hour and then they went back to it and it was, oh, Rodgers got another touchdown. Minnesota did something. Rodgers got another touchdown. Yeah, Minnesota also like garbage time. Rodgers got another touchdown and just kept on stacking up. Yeah. Looked awesome. I on didn't that. realize that the Vikings actually scored 30 points. I don't really know how that happened. It, oh, loads of it was garbage on? time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because it, it seemed like such a one-sided game from... I can't believe that the Packers were underdogs in that game. I, 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 had, I had no doubt the Packers were going to win that game. Yeah, they're going to go doubt. in there and win. Yeah. This is Aaron Rodgers with a chip on his shoulder. This is like... Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's exciting. It's play some ball. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to hopefully... Uh, Devontae Adams. Hopefully he keeps that up because it's great. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know, like if you're... There's like a, a girl that used to be like super hot, and then she just starts like wearing like tracksuit bottoms and like not doing her hair and stuff. And then one <laughs> one day you just and you kind of get used to her being like that, you know, a bit of a hot mess. And then and then like I like the tracky bottoms. Just look, see, I'm honest. Like, yeah, all right. But if you just <laughs> if you see if you, then you just see her like walking down the street and she's all dolled up and you're like, oh yeah, I remember. You used to be so hot. That was a long-winded thing. I didn't know where that was going. Yeah, that was yeah. kind of weird. Uh, uh, yeah, I I was gonna say <laughs> I know what you mean though. Hitting, he was hitting Devonte Adams all the time, and then it seemed like third quarter. It was like, okay, it's Valdez Scantling's turn to have a go. Here's Lazard's then, turn. And then yeah, when they Lazard's started turn. on yeah, yeah. Scantling, it was like, okay, now it's Alan Lazard's turn, and that's how it kind of finished off. Yeah, it was just right. Once you've shut down one guy, I'll go to this guy all the time, and then once you've shut down him, then I'll I'll I've got another one. Guy. So don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great fun. Yeah, completely. Great performance. In fairness, Kirk Cousins had a few good throws in that game. Oh, I love that. Oh, that must have hurt. <laughs> My oh, heart Jess. is bleeding right. a little bit right now. There was, Are you okay? There was one on mm. Sunday night that was a really nice throw. <laughs> and I said like, oh, that was a nice throw from Kirk Cousins. And Jazz was like, yeah, great catch. I was like, oh, I can't believe you can't say it in the moment. And I'm amazed you've said it now. He said it on the podcast Yeah, two good, two good touchdown throws, sure. But again, it comes up short in a big game against a division rival, which they was at home. So doesn't matter. I'm going to trim that off. That's going to be Jazz's new drop instead of I'm global. It's going to be Kirk Cousins had a good game. (laughs) (laughs) No, had a good two throws that I saw. Uh, you said game and all I'm giving so him. <laughs> you see, two two throws could turn into a whole game. Maybe in like the end of the season, he's like, I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, I was wrong about that guy. Yeah, still had a, a 118.6 QB rating. So you know, pretty still pretty, lost the game though. Pretty so nice game. Doesn't really matter what your rating is. Savage, yeah. he lost you the lose game. Lose the game. That's all that matters. You play to win the game. That's true. Right. Let's, we uh, we talk in some bets. Let's take a break and uh, come back with. Uh, some bets and a little bit of week two. Should we just should we have a recap of what happened last week? First of all, with our bets. I'd uh, rather not, but yeah. No, no. On. Let's uh, well. let me let me get the Excel spreadsheet up. There so Jazz Gillum went with. So I didn't obviously I didn't write down all of the spread stuff or anything like that. Like I I just put the teams that you said would win. Well, because so, the spread thing is quite important, especially if it's a plus. Yada, 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 um, yada, yada, yada. Jazz I mean, said the Raiders would win, win whatever he needed three, to against the by Panthers. Th- by th- four points, yeah. That, w- that was a bingo. Uh, he said the Eagles would do what was needed to be done against Washington. Minus that was, six, I bet on that. How that was, wrong I was. was. Yeah, <laughs> let's leave that. Um, the, the Bears, Jesus, <laughs> I cannot believe that you got this. The oh, Bears yeah. over the Lions. So happy with that. I knew the Bears were going to win. 
I mean, uh, fourth quarter, I thought the Lions <laughs> nobody, were definitely going to win. I'm not sure even the Bears did. knew they were going to hey, win. I, before the game started, I thought the Bears were going to win this, and then I didn't think they were, and then came oh, back from behind. What just just quickly, the uh, so Jazz has lost the Mitch Trubisky three-quarters bet. Dave yeah. still has two quarters of Mitch Trubisky football, uh, and I'm at week four is when... Well, I think, I think you're going to be the closest uh, well, he's, already. He's, he's bought, bought himself, himself at least time, a week, yeah. but... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's stay away from that. Let's come back to Trubisky in a couple of weeks. Uh, the Packers. You got a green light on that one over the Vikings, and then the Colts and the Falcons. Did you dirty? They did you nasty, Jazz. Sorry, Jazz. Sorry, Jazz. Uh, yeah, Dave I made went. A mistake on that one. Dave went for the Lions over the Bears. That was incorrect. He went for the Falcons over the Seahawks. That was incorrect. He so went for the Colts over the Jags. Colts. That was incorrect. He went for the Browns over the Ravens, which was punchy and incorrect. Uh, went for the Bills over the Jets, which was, correct. despite Josh Allen's uh, fallibility, was correct. And he went for the Steelers uh, over the Giants, which was correct. And I went for the Lions over the Bears. That was incorrect. I went for the Eagles over Washington. That was incorrect. I Back the Falcons, which was incorrect. I backed the Panthers, which was incorrect. I backed Tampa Bay, which was incorrect. But I picked up the Packers on the road. So uh, I got one right. <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah, win them two, all. I've got three. So currently I'm in the win and that standings are three and three. So Dave, Not you good. volunteered your bet first and foremost. So uh, let's... I don't... I don't know if we should have like a running check of standings I've because got, it's like I've got that's it, it doesn't mean anything it's just it's out of interest to see how well we do yeah oh I see okay because it's going to change how I bet because I'm, I'm chasing odds baby that's yeah what yeah that's I mean wait till we get to mine this, this is the odds chaser don't worry about that we were, oh wow right okay you've gone uh, heavy so we'll save that one then so shall I go first yeah go on uh, go for it Dave with my one okay um, I think it's fairly punchy, but uh, we'll see what you guys think. Okay, I've got unfortunately, Ollie, after the Eagles. Wait, you're not you're not backing one, them against the Rams. I really am not. I'm going with the Rams. That's um, bold. Uh, I'm going That's quite with, a safe bet to me. I have stacked I'm, my fantasy team with Rams players. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. Um, I'm going with the Seahawks over the Patriots. Um, Ooh, okay. I'm going with. Uh, I'm going with the Giants over the Bears, Ooh. which is punchy. Yeah. I like that. Um, I'm just not impressed with the Bears, and I don't like them. So, well, that's fair. Um, yeah. And I thought I saw enough from Danny Dimes where I think that maybe he can sling it out a few times and they'll win um, a weird game. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I've gone with the the Bucks over the Panthers. Pretty easy one. I think they'll get back on track. Um, I've gone with the Bills over the Dolphins. Probably be a bit of a weird game as well, but the Bills will have enough, despite Josh Allen trying to sabotage them. And I've gone, this is the punchy one as well, the Jags over the Titans. Now, the reason I went for that is I could kind of see it happening because I wasn't that impressed with the Titans. There's nothing special from week one. After giving Tannehill the the Jags, And I like Minshew. And it jacked up my odds so much that I just couldn't resist it. So I'm at 64.83 to 1 with those. That's nice. Hey, and hey without, Florida, without you're going to have 25%? We're going to have 50. That's Ghana. <laughs> That's Ghana Minshew right there. That is yeah. that is 100% Ghana. Yeah. So uh, I forgot about that. Um, what a drop. Yeah, so I think I've got I've I've got two punchy ones in there, but that's that's good odds. So I was happy with that. Anyway, fair. I like those. Yes. I like those. Some of those yeah, I, nice. I like what? more. Not in a six team, but maybe in a smaller what? team. But yeah, I'm I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. What were the odds? Yeah. Do you got? Uh, Sixty-four point eight three. Nice. 
All right, Jazzy. So I've got a week where I've used the spread a lot. So if you're going to write this down, Ollie, you need to write the spread numbers in. Otherwise, so I've gone Broncos plus 7.5 against the Steelers. I think the Steelers are going to be quite a close game on that one, if I'm honest. I took Packers minus six. Took the Jags plus nine. So I think the Jags have got a good chance of winning that or making it close. So within nine points. Wait, Packers minus nice. six. Yep. Jags, Jags plus Jags, nine. Jags. Jags I've plus taken nine. the 49ers minus seven. So a full touchdown victory. Clearly I was taking the Rams over the Eagles. That's just a it's just a clever bet. What? Because, I mean, that O-line can't block. Is the, that the, the money line Redskin or is that... That, the, that was money line. I went money line. I was spread on that one. I went money line. <laughs> Aaron Donald might Aaron get Donald's gonna three, feast. four sacks himself. Did you see that? You, you guys sent me that clip, didn't you? Of him yeah, going of him through the Cowboys line two. and then hitting the quarterback afterwards. Three yeah, of them. Yeah. He hit two of them and hit one of them into another one and then managed to hit Dak as well. Uh, and then my He's final one pinball. to finish off my six is Vikings plus three. Fair. What's the uh, what's the odds on that then, Jazzy? 44.5 to one. Hmm. So not quite as big as Dave's. I chose games that I could obviously I'm choosing ones I, I think can see, see all of those things happening. Yeah. So that's I think that's pretty cool. And I I'm doing I'm, I'm kind of cheating with my bets this year. I'm sticking five pounds on them rather than one. So a lower odds gives me a nice Whoa. return anyway. So all right, Danny Dimes, just oh, chucking yeah. the money out right there. All right, okay. <laughs> well, you guys are playing it pretty safe, and that's nice. You know, I can't some, wait to hear this, Ollie. Come on, you let's hear it. Nice pretty odds. safe. Sixty-five is quite big. So. For us. So I'm taking the uh, the Buffalo Bills at the Miami Dolphins. They'll yeah. win. The Bills will win. I'm taking yeah, the Packers yeah, yeah. over the Lions. It's a yeah. nice victory uh-huh. for them. Safe, I'm safe, taking the Rams safe. over the Eagles because that's <laughs> smart. <laughs> Where, where's the, where's the, this? Where's so this onion hanger? So I'm, yeah, there's going to be several. I'm taking the Colts over the Vikings. Okay. Okay. I'm taking the Panthers over the Bucks. Right, Ooh. so that's one team that's not no, the no, no. punchy. Because, super because punch. the Bucks' offense didn't look in full flow yet, and if there's still teething problems, and the Panthers mm. learn to give it to Christian McCaffrey, which is the thing they didn't do enough on the weekend, then maybe. And then, in concussion protocol as well, so he might not play on Sunday. And then, Dave, it's, uh, it's all down to the dirty, dirty birds. Oh, no, you're not <laughs> riding that train again. Don't do it. Going do going to Dallas and getting a win oh. over those cowboys. I could, yeah, those yeah, yeah broke, I could see that happening. Broke really back happening. mountain cowboys up on that hill at AT&T getting oh, destroyed by it. the Falcons do because Calvin Ridley looked legit. Let's go. <laughs> Rise up! So that's that gave me uh, seventy three right. to one, but then I got a nice little odds boost as well. So I'm on eighty seven to one. Ooh, daddy! Ooh, big nice. mama, right there. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. And all right. I don't think there there are three that are Back relatively safe, and then there are three. You know, that that's are... not so. It's not so crazy. It's a little it's punchy, so but it's not. Outrageous. I think the um, I think the Panthers um, have. A very very poor defense. They made the yeah uh, the Raiders look like made Josh Jacob looks the, like the next coming of Barry Sanders. Sure. Yeah. So I I just think that Bruce Arians and but if they're not Brady gonna and, they'll get it on track for that. I game, think if so. the Bucks aren't gonna play for net, I didn't see much from like obviously the Saints run stop was savage against the Bucks, but I don't think the Bucks have as good a running back as Josh Jacobs. And I don't think if the Bucks aren't in sync offensively, and I think the Panthers can have enough talent there to be able to put up points. Do you know why that's not a good idea? 
Do you know the last two times Christian McCaffrey played the Bucks? I think he got thirty yards combined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah, they've they've got they the best, destroyed. Uh, they his they production. they shut down CMC. Yeah, but Teddy Bridgewater doesn't give it to Christian McCaffrey, as I found out. No, in totally. But then, if your best weapon is going to be <laughs> shut down anyway, who's going to be picking up the extra bits? And the Bucks well, defense, we watched them on the weekend, were flying everywhere. Bobby they were Anderson. fun to watch. Bobby Anderson yeah. is the uh, chink in the Bucks' defensive armor because he was, well, he had, what, over 100 yards this weekend. And- yeah, I was going to say, we are recording on a Wednesday, so we can just quickly talk Thursday night football. Browns against the Bengals. Bengals Battle win. for Ohio. There's Joe Burrow, yeah, the Ohio kid. Done. Don't feel good about the Browns. I feel like it's going to be a, a real depressing day, and then everybody's going to be all over them in the press. If yep. the Browns win, does that become the negative story of denying first round first pick Joe Burrow first win like you know when the Browns beat the Jets on the Thursday night football and it was like the Browns have ended their losing streak oh fantastic and now it's like if the Browns win on Thursday night football they're denying the great story that comes out of the game which is Joe Burrow the Ohio kid getting his first win in the Uh, Battle of Ohio on a Thursday night football no there's not going to be any it'll just be a kind of I mean the thing is the Browns could win the game but if they don't play convincing then I still don't think that it doesn't change my opinion of them. Well, the Browns should like they, win it to me. Like it, they, should, should be they should win it. But why? They, they probably could win it, but I can't see. Like I, I'd have to have a look back, but I can't really think the last time that I saw them play a game outside of Baker's first um, half a season that he had when he was a rookie. Since then, I don't think I've really played seen them play a good game. I just I just think the Bengals so. have got enough offensively in terms of weapons. I think Mixon's a very good running back. They've got AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, Auden Tate, what's his face, uh, John Ross. John Ross. They've yeah. got lots of targets mm-hmm. you can you can go for. Yeah. And the offensive line's better than it was last year. The Cleveland Browns the dif- defense the D, isn't the, as good, if I'm honest. But the D on the Bengals didn't. I mean, that's a, not a great Chargers offense. No, they, but at and the same they, time, and they stuffed off Austin Eckler. Like Eckler didn't really seem to do anything at all in that game. I mean, I have, I've not personally checked the stats, but obviously they went to it on red zone quite a lot because it was in the later yep. window when there's more more coverage of it. And didn't seem to really be doing anything. Uh, Terod Taylor's, I'd, like he's a great QB to have when you've got a reserve uh, rookie QB behind you, and that he'll just steady the ship. But I don't think he's going to do anything special, and he yep. didn't look special against the Bengals D. So again, on paper. When you take the Browns' offense, their defense should be able to do enough to slow down a rookie QB and Joe Burrow. Yeah, and their they should offense win this should, game. That's why it's scary. Destroy That's him. why it's scary. We're all looking at it like the Browns Ooh. D let Mark Andrews run free however many times, didn't they? And they've only got Willie and Willie Sneed had a great game. Willie Sneed had a, had a good game in years. Since he was, at the, I'm saying since he was at the States, where he the had Ravens, maybe a, the Ravens are a different different beast though. No, I know, but the, but the same time they're kind of to a point they are, but at the same time they've got if not Kansas that many City receiving if Kansas weapons City compared to destroy, if Kansas City offense destroyed the Browns, you wouldn't bat an eyelid. No, I know. Like the the problem with the Browns this weekend was the offense. Defensively, yeah. I don't think you look at that game I and agree. go, "Oh goodness!" Like yeah. the Ravens were on the yeah, field with their offense a lot longer, so the defense is tired. It's the 
okay. most exciting well, well, offense. You can't score six points in a divisional game. It's just not acceptable. Well, you can't yeah. score six can't points score in any game expected to really win. Six points. Yeah, yeah, six points in any game for 1985. Especially the against against arguably the most exciting QB in the league at the moment and the most diverse potential offense with the speed and the stamina that they have, especially with J.K. Dobbins coming yeah. in as rookie running back and looking really uh, good as well as Mark Ingram. So I let, Browns are getting hammered. I let the Browns' defense off this weekend. But they yeah. should they don't go do to against town the on the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. They've got to. They they should put up thirty plus points. And that we just haven't seen. We just haven't seen them do that. It hasn't clicked. It hasn't clicked for even one game yet. So maybe mm. the players are a problem in this as well, though. I mean, there's talk of Odell getting traded. I know. So but why is you know? So you got to look at that. And is he a problem in itself? Because after he was joined the team, he's done nothing. Jarvis Landry's done the same as he always does. Receptions for really not very much yardage and doesn't really make much out of them. Okay, but Odell, but Odell Beckham Jr. Not made Eli Manning look good. Like, how how can Baker Mayfield be worse than Eli? Because Eli Manning had no one else really to throw to, so he just so he threw just it there threw it. and thought, like we should Odell, say, he closes so eyes, he throws it, Odell's going to be somewhere around there and yeah. he'll jump and make a crazy catch. So Odell, Beckham, Odell doesn't, nothing. Beckham doesn't, he doesn't look the same player at all, not though, at all. That when he was at the Giants. No. So you can't just lay it on, on Mayfield. No, I will. He's dropping. No, he's <laughs> dropping passes. He's not. He's not getting separation. Does that mean Baker Mayfield's got... worse than Eli Manning? Because Eli Manning got the best out of OBJ in that sense, didn't he? At the moment, Manning's better. <laughs> oh, clearly, because that's Baker Mayfield's having a. Um, I'm going to have to put the bleep know, over the he's top of a that. bad time. <laughs> <laughs> like, just... But it, it's true, though, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you have to look at the whole thing, and I also think that Stavansky. It's probably a decent offensive coordinator, but it's quite predictable. It's yeah. usually run, run, pass, run, run, pass, run, run, pass, run, run, pass. What are you gonna do next, Kevin? I'm gonna run, I'm gonna run, and then I might pass in the third down. So it's not gonna have as many targets as you want. So the thing with like Hopkins is a great example. The reason why he has so many yards and receptions, barring the fact that he's brilliant at his job, he gets targeted so much and the ball isn't forced to him, but it's thrown his way a huge amount. So it, the Texans, I think he has 64% of the targets, something like that. The Cardinals of the weekend, he would have had similar amounts because there's no reason not to throw to him. That should be how OBJ is because he's got the talent and the ability to catch and separate to have that sort of volume. But he doesn't mm. clearly have the trust either from his quarterback or his offensive coordinator in the scheming to get that kind of volume. Yeah. So something somewhere is wrong. You can't tell if it's the quarterback, the scheme or the receiver. I know. Well, we'll all find three. Out, it could we? be all three. Could and if it's all three, we'll then out. you're really screwed. But I'd love us to be. I don't want it to happen. I'd love us to be sitting down for the next podcast, and we're saying how the Browns turned did out. Turned out. Yeah, so I, I'm Big thanks, as always, to you guys for listening. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram or Twitter, you can follow us at Return the Picks. That's at Return the Picks, all one word, on Twitter or on Instagram. You can follow Dave at David Bluck one on Twitter, and then David Bluck on Instagram at Jazz Gillum on both Instagram and Twitter, and myself O underscore J underscore Wilson on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we'll be back next week talking all things American football and trying to make some money. Until then, take care.